<laughs> All right. Snap it clear. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was next? Um, over under is what uh, over we're under. doing. James, he's got school in the morning. Get to bed. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, hundred yard running back. One and a half. Kyle, you took the under. Caleb, you took the under. Chris, you took the under. I took the over. So congratulations, you three. Hundred yard wide receiver. Kyle under. Caleb under. Chris under. I took the over. Congratulations again. Okay. Uh, punts. Set it at four and a half. We only punted four times. Kyle and me both took the under. Congratulations. Johnny Majors mentions. We set it at three and a half. I only counted three. Did you guys count any more? We had the Aflac question. I've heard it at least one or two other times. Yeah, I, I didn't notice it that many, so I think three was, was it, and we all took the over, so none of us hit it there. Uh, Litton's mention, Litton's mention, the worst one of last week. We all took the no, you know, get it out of here. Uh, mentions of players transferring out, we took, uh, or we set it at one and a half, and I got three, so Kyle, Caleb, and me. Congratulations. Sorry, Chris. Um, so... Updated for the year now. We have an outright leader. You guys have a guess who it is after that? After this week? Me. Yes, that's right. Kyle, you have nine. Caleb and Chris, you both are tied at eight, and I have four. So <laughs> catch catching up. Catching up. But right. you're you're still gonna get the ten and two prediction correct though. That's right. All right. I'm just so upset with myself right now. All right. Um, Believer, so, Matt. That's all. Yeah, I, James. He hacked my computer and did something. He hacked. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so the Falls take on the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. Is that right? Golden Eagles, correct? Yes. Okay. On Saturday, twelve Eastern. Uh, we're not going to talk about this a whole lot. Neyland Stadium, uh, UT 1-1, one one, Tennessee Tech 0-2, oh lost to Samford and Furman. Absolute terrible football team. Um, let's get a score prediction here. Kyle, what do you think? Um, 38-10, Tennessee. Okay, now this team just got shut out by Furman. No, they had they like have 120 yards of offense. They do. <laughs> okay, 38 to 10. We do love gifts to teams in the United States. Caleb? Uh, I'm going to go 49 to nothing. Okay. How do we get 49? Uh, field goal and a couple safeties? Yes. No. You got to right. have an imagination. Chris? I'll go... Fifty-two to three. Okay, that's a nice score. I like that. Um, hmm. You guys know Milton's playing, right? Oh God. Okay, three to nothing. Uh, I'm gonna say fifty-nine to zero. <laughs> Honestly, if this team scores against you, I take back everything I say about the defense having a good year. 
there is no reason this team should score against the Vols. They in are like terrible. the first half. In the no, first they are terrible. But I mean, what about hard... when like Milton turns the ball over already in scoring position, and they can he's go three and out and kick that. a field goal? He's gonna he's gonna go out there. He's gonna hit three or four long passes. They're gonna pull him, and all oh, we're gonna walk into Florida and lose. I mean, that's what's gonna happen. That's how bad this Tennessee Tech team is. That's the first time I'm the low score of the four. <laughs> thirty-eight to ten. That is God. If we beat Tennessee Tech thirty-eight to ten, I'm out on this year. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So Kyle thirty-eight to ten. Caleb forty-nine to nothing. Chris fifty-two to three, and me fifty-nine to nothing. All right. Anything else about Falls versus Tennessee Tech? You guys excited about uh, Byron Young debuting? Yes. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I think he needed to be. Well, I just, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Caleb, you were. I'm <laughs> expecting him to be a disappointment because he was the fall camp all star. Oh, that's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean, who's the last JUCO like defender that we had that didn't. Um, be a bust. I mean, Kongbo, he was pretty useless. Who else? Uh, last Chance you guy? I don't know. That's your show. Yep. don't know. <laughs> no, uh, Emmett. Wasn't it Emmett? Yeah. Emmett, Emmett Gooden. Emmett Gooden? Emmett Gooden, yeah. There was a well, lot of actually, hype around him, and then he got hurt. Actually, he was, we were very, like, he had a good, didn't he have a good one year, and then I forget exactly what happened to him, kicked off the team. No, he got hurt at the start of last That's year. That's right. Yeah, this like whole year. And I'm pretty sure he transferred. Yeah, I think he entered the portal. Okay. Like half of our team did. All right. It doesn't matter. So no, no more Tennessee Tech notes. No more keys to victory. <laughs> oh, who's your MVP going to be? Joe Milton. <laughs> Okay. Caleb? Evans. Evans, yeah, I like Evans. That means I have to pick someone different than those. I'm going to go... How about Cedric Tillman? That was my pick Not last it. week, I think. Well, last week, Kyle, you had Hyatt. Caleb, you had Kenny Pickett. So good job. Chris, you had that tight end, and I had Cedric Tillman. That tight end who had, like, Three catches. Yeah, he had that touchdown catch, but other than that, he Did was he? pretty useless. Yeah, that wide receiver pass or whatever it was. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the double pass. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. Yeah. My player of the game, I'm going – oh, gosh. Um, who's a wide receiver? Uh, 59 and nothing. You got a lot of choices. Velas Jones. I'm going to say – Javante Payton. It's my choice. Okay. You guys ready to do week three over under? Can't wait. Don't don't be enthused. Okay. Attendance, 75,000. Kyle? Over. Caleb? Over. Chris? Announced will be over. Slightly. And I'll take the over as well. K. 
Okay, all over there. Uh, quarterbacks played two and a half. Kyle? Under. Under, okay. Caleb? I think I'm going to go under. Okay, Chris? Over. Okay, I'm also going to take the over. I think they'll let... They get Bailey playing, huh? He'll, they'll let him hand it off to end the in the game and take a knee or something. Um, punts by the Vols three. Kyle. Under. Okay, Caleb. Over. Chris. Over. Okay. O- oval. Oval. Um, I'll also take the under. Um, so Theo Jackson's having a great year. Will he have? Over or under seven tackles, Kyle? Under. Caleb? Under. Chris? Also under. And... Under, yeah, I think... I don't think he'll play that Seven's much. a lot. Um, so one thing I meant to bring up in the Pitts review is... We've not had a takeaway all season. Not force a single turnover! Oh, so, against the Golden Eagles, one and a half takeaways. Kyle, by the Vols. One and a half under. Mm-hmm. Okay, Caleb. We might get one. Over. Chris? Yeah, I think we're due for a couple. Over. Yeah, I'm also taking the over. Yeah, um, I'm trying to catch up with me. Tyon mm-hmm. Evans, 120 yards rushing. Kyle? Well, he's my MVP, so over. Caleb? <laughs> What was the number? 120 yards. Under. Chris? Well under. Under. I will take the over. I think against a team like this, a couple long runs will go a long way. Um, (laughs) Obviously, it's in the name. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe Milton overthrows on deep passes. Got it set at three. Kyle? Over. (laughs) Caleb? (laughs) In one quarter. Uh, Define deep, like 30 yards or more or something. Well, I mean, just Joe Milton overthrows. Like, obviously, he just go, overthrew that receiver. Well, I'm going to go over three and a half. We're counting all throws. Okay. Chris? Same. Over. Over. I'll also take the over. You don't fix this. Um, sacks by the Vols defense. Three. Kyle? Over. Caleb? Um, I'm going to say under. Under. Chris? I don't want to agree with Caleb, but also under. And I'll take the over. Um, all right. Suplexes by the Vols defense. Point five over under Kyle. <laughs> under. Under, Caleb? I'm going to go over. Okay, Chris? Also over. We have a, a pattern. Um, it will become a trend. I'll take the under. Um, we're we're going to have to define a suplex, though, if something's like on the line. Yeah, is it Bane cracking Batman over <laughs> like his if knee? If you pick a player up and like try to slam him <laughs> to the ground in any way, we'll, we'll call that you know, the point five. Um, okay, let's do one more. Penalties by UT. What should we set the line at? This will be last over under. Yards or just penalties? Just penalties. We had 13, I think, last week. 12 or 13. I'd say like 
Seven and a half. Seven yeah, that's what I was thinking. Seven and a half. Okay, Kyle. Seven and a half. Under. Caleb. Over. Oh, oh God, Chris. Also over. Oh God. I'm gonna take the under. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't feel good about it. <sighs> but I knew Caleb and Chris were taking the over, and I wanted to be different. Yeah. So. Precisely. All right, well, congratulations, Kyle. You got the lead and the over-under, but don't worry. It's anybody's Not for long. game except for me. All right, what else we got for this week? Well, um, we don't care about Tennessee Tech. It's essentially a scrimmage. So, Are you looking uh, ahead? Before we talk about Florida, can we talk about who? what are we thinking about? Talk about well, who? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, can we just talk about, are we okay with how Heifel is handling the quarterback stuff? No. Like, should no. he just switch that? Should he just switch the Yes. yes Fans know best. Why, when did yeah. coaches stop doing this? Like, oh, everybody gonna... can see that the quarterback sucks. Try somebody else. Hey, what if he doesn't suck? You're a good coach. If he does suck, you're a bad coach. Like, what's the payoff here? Well, no, that didn't make sense. Whatever. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Full stop. I don't think it's worth investing in the guy. We need wins this year. Right. We need to get to a bowl game. We need, like, first, how many how many coaches have come in here and started off five and seven and grumble, grumble, grumble? Every first then we blame year coach. Every first year coach. Then we blame the slow recruiting start on it. Then everything, it just kind of cascades. It's the same red flags every single time. I want it done with. We need wins. You're not going to get them with Joe Milton. Doesn't appear to be. I mean, I think you could if he could hit his deep pass. But, I mean, if he can't. If he can't. If he consistently misses it, there's something wrong. Like, I don't know if it's mental or. I don't know uh, how, how are you, you at this stage and playing quarterback and you don't have the muscle memory to make a pass like that? Like, it's routine. Well, I feel like the lesson that I learned and the lesson that we learned, hopefully as a fan base and hopefully as a coaching staff, was the Pittsburgh game taught us Milton is not the guy. And the Milton experience is now closed and it's done and it's either going to be Hooker or Bailey moving forward. I feel like the coaching staff did not get the same lesson we did. Yeah. I mean, if, if Butch Jones will trot out Justin Worley to run the spread, I'm pretty sure Harrison Bailey can do just as good, if not better than that. I don't Ca- know. Caleb, this. you're being quiet. Caleb. I mean, I feel like I fall somewhere in the middle on all this. That's kind of a boring take. I mean, Milton clearly has sucked so far. He's yeah. probably going to continue to suck, but I'm not quite ready to write him completely off. Why? Yeah. I mean, I'm because he's so big. <laughs> yeah, I also don't like. I don't care. Like, put any of those three guys out there. I think they give you as good as. I want to see them all the play. Others. I mean, I want to see who yeah. who plays the best on game. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a favorite that I'm rooting for, and like I'm not not rooting for Milton, and I'm like, oh, I hope Milton sucks so Harrison Bailey can get a start. I want the best quarterback out there, but I feel like it's like, obviously not him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if it was just that long ball that didn't hit, and it was you know one out of every 
eight or nine passes okay, but when every single pass you're attempting is a 40-yard bomb and you're throwing it 50, 55 yards, like, come on, man. It'd be a completely different thing if it was, like, if they were, like, off the receiver's fingertips every time, like, okay, yeah. he's, he's close, he's just got a little adrenaline or something, but, like, it's yeah. well, five, the one, ten yards every time. The one he Shitting. did throw off their fingertips led to a concussion, so... Chris, what were you going to say? Say the ball is hitting the tryouts in the student section. It's yeah. <laughs> it's done. The guy is toast. I mean, no one will be happier than I will if he can magically, in a week or two, learn to put touch and air under a ball. But tennis, as an experienced, as a Tennessee fan, we have seen this show before. It is a bad one. I would not and- watch it. It wouldn't be so bad if it just happened with us, but it's the reason he's not at Michigan still. Yes. Like, my Michigan fan friends have said, yes, he will overthrow the ball in the entire season. It's what he does. Gosh. All right. Just to play devil's advocate a little bit. Jonathan Crompton was absolute dog crap to start the season in 2009. And I think every one of us, had we had a podcast in 2009, probably would have said, we've got to get him out of there. But then the Georgia game happens. So, and he turned the corner. Well, who was who was his backup? Was it, what, Stevens? Nick Stevens, yeah. Um, who, who did we play the year before that? Oh, gosh, we played Stevens, Crompton, Coleman. BJ Coleman. Yeah, B.J. Coleman. Gosh, man! Wait, uh, what year? What year are we talking here? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. The claw Yeah, the claw fence. Um, Former uh, really. Cool Hiram. What were we talking about? I don't. I was. I, just, I was about to begin the climb before you began talking about the quarterbacks again, but I guess it's kind of contingent on that. It's a two-week Florida week, and I am beginning to climb the mountain. Uh, I say I won't do it every single year, but I'm ready to do it with you, Chris. I think I'm ready to read every single rumor about Richardson's hammy still just being a little bit a little cold. What is his first name? It's Anthony, right? Anthony Richardson. He goes by Tony because. Caller Josh keeps calling him Antonio Richardson, and they, like, it's not <laughs> equ- equating with my brain. I'm like, Tiny's playing quarterback in Florida? Oh, yeah. my, my first question is, Do what is think the Braves Richardson? And if so, and do you think they'll do it in the first 70 rounds of the MLB draft? Gosh. Jesus. Love, Joshy boy. My second so, question is, what should I bet on the Tennessee Tech game? <laughs> I looked for some lines. I couldn't find anything on. I don't think there are any. Yeah, but to what Chris was saying, if Emory Jones is playing, I like Tennessee's chances. Okay, let's well, say on your boots and begin the climb. Right now, what chance would you give the Vols to go down to Florida? So they announced what seven o'clock ESPN, correct? Yes. What Bummer. chance do you give the Vols to win that game? 
Yeah, that was a big thing for me because I was thinking like a noon kickoff. We was probably like, I would say going in like thirty, so much. like thirty seventy that we like thirty percent chance we win, with leaning towards maybe thirty five percent chance. But now that it's a seven p.m. kickoff, probably eighty twenty loss. I don't think it changes much. Florida or yeah, Florida's going to get demolished by Bama this weekend, and their fans aren't going to show up because they do not care. Have to agree. Yeah. The setup is ideal if you pick the right quarterback. Who all has been to Florida's uh, game? Caleb, Chris, me, Kyle, have you been to a Florida game? I've not been, no. It really is the strangest, like, fan base. Like, none of them know anything about why they're there, what they're doing. It's it, very representative very fan base. Itself. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, it's just a cool thing to be a, a Gator fan down there, I guess. Yes. Like, yeah. you, you you aren't, you don't inherit floor, like, there's the old guard that, that have been there around, but you don't inherit Tennessee or Florida fandom like you inherit Tennessee fandom. Right. It's a the dynamic is, is somewhat off. It's similar to Florida State. The whole state having lived there is just, it wasn't there until it was. And when it was, they just took it and ran with it. It's hard, I, it's hard to explain. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I've got two pretty good friends that are Florida fans, and but they're the type of fans that, like, they'll see the final score on the ESPN ticker after it's over. And they'll be like, oh, I saw Florida had a big win. You know, and that's their fandom. Have no idea who Danny Warfel or Steve Spurrier yeah, are. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I, I knew we were going to win that game. And I'm like, you just saw the score five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, strange state, strange fan base. But late at night, like, I've, I went to the to – they played Arkansas one year with some friends in law school. Arkansas wasn't anything, but it was a late night game in the swamp and it gets kind of hairy down there. It was loud. They were ready to go, but like they had not been demolished by Alabama already. So I don't know, like the variables are kind of all over the place, but I would much have preferred a a nooner. So Caleb, you don't think the chances, uh, or you said the, the time doesn't matter. What do you think our actual chances are at winning? Uh, I would. I kind of like the thirty percent number call throughout. That's where I'm at now, but we haven't really started the climb yet. So, about to say. Okay, so what's the ceiling of your like forty percent, or what? You can't. Can you get yourself to fifty fifty? Well, I can probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I find bigger by game time. Yeah, he will be sixty forty Tennessee, <laughs> for sure. Um. So the what, Florida's best or I guess field general linebacker is going to be out, right? Uh, yes, okay. huge. Yeah, that is. Huge. All right, let's do like put put your percentages down now, and then we'll revisit this next Wednesday to see where we're at going into the game. Oh, gosh. write it down, Matt. I got notes everywhere. Like, I got notes on top of notes. I can't keep up with what's because going. I do know that I'm going to watch them versus Alabama. <laughs> Probably talk myself. That's up. Uh, what is that? Three thirty CBS. It's the CBS. Yeah. Okay. And um, like they just moved Florida up to eleven, I think. Like they're eleventh in the nation. 
<laughs> Playoffs? So, so Kyle, what, what was your percentage? Be? You said 30, right? 30. Caleb, 30. Chris, what was you? What are you at? How do you feel? If if we come out of Tennessee Tech with this is just me thinking now, if Hooker is the guy, it's 35%. If it's Miltano, it's basically okay, nothing. Yeah, I can't, I can't keep up with two. 35 or nothing. Pick one. I don't have any confidence that we're going to go away from Miltano, so right now it's zero. But we are climbing the mountain. <laughs> Where are you at on the you, mountain? Have you, you, you walked you a step up the mountain? Zero. Do you I think we have a 1% chance of winning? I am you can't at the, start this conversation and say you're at a zero. I'm at the base of the mountain. I am counting my calories. I am trying to get a nutritious meal in. I've stood outside and gazed upon the mountain. It's not like I'm right, still... we got to redo the whole segment. Where on the mountain are we all? Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, let's keep the metaphor. This is so I'm zero. 30% up the mountain. Chris, you're at the base of the mountain, correct? I'm tying my shoes. I've got my... You're waiting on your Sherpa to roll arrive. Okay, we got it, yep. Um, oh, this is going to be the snippet for Instagram. Uh, what is my percentage? I mean, the way I've always looked at stats is there's only one percentage that matters. <laughs> It either happens or it doesn't. So this right sounds now, like a tech talk, Matt. 50% falls <laughs> chance to win. Woo! Hey, it either happens or it doesn't. Prove me wrong. I think we, I mean, this is kind of segment because we really do just have to wait and see what happens, guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, that I mean, was I very Roger. The big things yeah. is going to be who's injured by that point. You know. That's why I think this, this game is huge right here. If you can't trot your starters out for three quarters. I mean, a quarter and a half at most, but get them out. Keep them safe. Agreed? Obviously. Okay. Well, Kyle, that 38 to 10, that's not obvious with wanting to do that, but the rest of our score predictions are. So Tennessee, Tennessee Tech, Saturday noon. Um, what else you guys got? What do we want to talk about? Any more Florida talk? We can Are we going to hand uh, Richardson the Heisman this year? We, we I mean, if, he's, if, he's, if he starts and he's healthy, we don't have a chance. Yeah. And that is our MO. We love the backup Florida quarterback. I've not watched him. I mean, I saw his stats, like, insane. But, like, what? I mean, what's the deal with him? He runs really fast, but it doesn't look like it. He has. And he pre- can throw the long bomb. Throw the long bomb. He's everything Josh Heupel wants Miltano to be. Oh, Miltano, where'd you I, get that? I, I think that was. Well, I heard, it, but... I heard some, some Florida beat reporter saying that uh, they're kind of the, they're kind of like starting the talk of like possibly one of the greatest of all time at Florida, like in the Tebow Spurrier stuff. How like, embarrassing is Gary Danielson going to be when he does one good thing? Mm-hmm. Oh God, God, yeah. I think Alabama, Alabama is just going to run through them, though. We need to have a a plan of attack for how we're going to climb the mountain and how, how we're going to make it count. 
Uh, I mean, one of y'all was talking about the Dan Mullins, the USC rumors. I think we need to speak this into existence next week. They need to be distracted. What about Lincoln Riley to USC and then high? No, Kyle, that is who from the point. We're climbing the mountain. He's like, right. I Not love I love rumors and speculation, but who is sitting there like, oh, I bet, you know, Lincoln Riley is expressing interest after the second game at Oklahoma here. And I just, I don't believe any of the rumors, honestly. But the rumors are the best part. They're often <laughs> It's enjoyable. <laughs> But They're to, to put revealing. anything into either one of them right now, I mean, I guess Urban Meyer came out today and said he has no interest, but yeah, we, we've heard that 30 yeah. times from him. So. The fact that he had to say he had no interest is something. Hey, just keep him off the East Coast. Go go out west. Do your thing. We'll, we'll meet in January, December. See I who's know half playing. the SEC has California players in it. I mean, that is the SEC National Recruiting foot, Footprint. Uh, what else we got? Any, anything else, guys? We griping this week or what? Yeah, we're griping, but before we get there, what do we got? Kyle, you haven't had a topic. What do you think? Yeah, give us something, Kyle. No, I mean, I, I pulled up the, like, are we is Heifel handling the quarterback situation? Oh, that's right. You did. Caleb, you yeah. haven't had a topic this week. What do you think? <laughs> I'm just ready to grop. Uh oh, Chris. Any other topics? No, we not for now. I mean, we'll we may touch on some things in the grind, but the climb is all that matters now. And and Caleb had a good point. We have to figure out some kind of way to discuss it and find a way. Like, where are the thresholds? How do we begin? Because. I'm not supposed to be doing this. We're it's we don't beat Florida, but just look a certain way. They always do. <laughs> they always do. That's the problem. I know. Yeah. It's probably burning. No, no, nothing for me. Nothing more for me though, Matt. Okay. Um. Kind of speaking of that discuss for Florida, what team? Do you hate the most that is like the main vol rival? A main vol rival. Who who do you hate the most? Is it Florida, Bama? Who? Kyle? Right now or like historically? Just all time. Like <laughs> That's tough. All time I say Florida. Florida, okay. Kyle. Right now, Georgia. Yeah. God. Hmm. I think, I mean, clearly, like, being a 90s kid, Florida takes, Florida, there's nothing worse than Florida weak to me. Yeah. It's things anxiety fest. I hate it. <laughs> but Caleb is right. I think the real enemy has always been Georgia. We just haven't really embraced it. I, they, I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. I mean, Cause... tell me why. Even when we suck, the rival we've consistently beat has been Georgia. Like, we, we can't yeah. beat Florida, we can't beat Bama, but we beat Georgia a few times, you know. But they are the primary school in the primary state that we try and recruit. We are going after Georgia players. Everybody tries to recruit in Georgia, though. It's not like that makes Can us any more special. I mean, they... I hate Georgia, but 
I, uh, the, until they of, win it all and show some success, I'm not going to give well, up. You know, that's exactly it, though. Like, the thought of them winning it all oh, God. killed right. me. Like, I, I cheered for Bama so hard. My God. <laughs> like, I didn't even think twice about it. We cannot let Georgia win a title. No, yeah. no way. <laughs> yeah, well, I think for me is uh, I hate Florida the most, but probably more important is Georgia. Wow. At least yeah. in this era, yes. And I would love to get back to the point where we'd even have like I don't even consider the Alabama rivalry. I mean, aren't you know, we still it, the school it, that's beat it, them most but, times? All, all I mean, it's a rivalry, but. It, it yeah. is meaningless now because Nick Saban's ruined college football. Yeah, I mean, no other teams well, beat Bama more than the Vols, right? Or is how? But I, d- I do hate them? how Tennessee is pretty much everybody else's rival. Like Vanderbilt and Kentucky, they all say Tennessee is their rival. Yeah, so. is that what Kentucky says about us in football? Well, besides like Louisville, I guess. Well, that's a state thing. But I think SEC rival is us. Yeah. Hmm. Um. For me, I would have to go Florida, just because as you know, '90s, early 2000s, like Bama, I didn't even know it was a rivalry. Like, oh, it's called the third Saturday in October. Yeah, but we win every year, so like, what does it matter? Um, so until recently, I didn't really care about Bama too much. But Florida, man, oh man, about week three every year, that game decided the SEC East pretty much. And just seeing that gator orange helmet with that script gators across it, like, oh my god, nothing disgusted me more as a child. And they've kind of gone the way of just crazy, stupid alternate uniforms lately. But man, that I hate orange, the white. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that white helmet's so stupid. I don't know why they would get rid of it. I mean, that's it's why the 2016 win is not nearly as like I, I it doesn't feel as real as it should because they wore those stupid helmets and we wore our stupid grays. Yeah. I remember like when the, they first got that like Nike, but I don't remember what they called it, like Color Rush or whatever, but I think it was the SEC Championship game when Tebow was there and they played Bama and lost and they had those white helmets with like the just F on it. No fly. Oh God, those are hideous. But yeah, for me, Florida. Um, I hate Georgia just because they're fans. The Georgia fans, among the places I went to games at, Georgia was by far the rudest group of people I've ever met in my life. Like, oh my gosh. You got, who else been to Georgia? Everybody but Kyle. Kyle, you been to Georgia? Well, don't go, okay? <laughs> Awful experience. Idiotic fans. Oh, did, I might did you go as a? Did you go not in the pride? No. Did you, okay. I would well, never. Is Athens overrated, Caleb? I can't decide. I mean, I've not spent a ton of time there, but there's almost no way that it can't be overrated. Yes. Yeah. I've been to Athens. It's The city sucks, or the town. Whoa. Oh my gosh! Yeah. No offense, <laughs> Athens. Yeah, it sucks. It's no Astoria. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't impressed with it, but just awful fans, uh, grown well, men what? barking in your face. I mean, just that stadium's yeah. a joke. They put their little trumpet player up in the corner and do their little pregame. Oh my god! Embarrassing. 
Georgia didn't we have... is like, I don't even know how to describe it. I can't just think of the words right now, but they're like, they're pretending to be an SEC team. Like they don't really have their own way. So they're just kind of, you know, picking and pulling from other teams and how they should yeah, act and. They're a generic create a team on NCAA 2008. They're Team Tebron. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to use the Packers logo? Yes. <laughs> Will we use the American military, the battle hymn of the Republic? Okay. What is going to be our mascot? The most generic one. What will we be known for? Hedges that are poisoned. Colors are black or are red. I mean, it's yeah. there's nothing distinctive about them. My breeches, <laughs> <laughs> my victory bail. Oh. oh, god, that damn bulldog, ugly ass. I wish Bevo would have just punted him into the third row that time they met. Oh, I, I, I'll never get Ryan Nanny casting Ugga as sort of this sickly inbred patrician. Please, <laughs> 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 this is cow. Every time that they would play Mississippi State, the, the bully mascot is just this redneck, fully virile dog. And, oh, Ugga, like, on, my, on my, in my bag of ice. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> Screen record this. It's a tempest outside. Go dogs. That is what I think of Uga, and generally what I think of Georgia. That's right. You heard it here first, folks. To hell with Georgia. All right, before we get to trivia and weekly gripe, anybody got anything else at all? Trivia. Kyle, what's your chances that we beat Georgia this year? I'm just kidding. All right, ready for trivia? Trivia. Trivia. All right. Seven quarterbacks in UT history have more than 800 passing attempts. Of those sevens, seven, who, sevens, who threw the least amount of interceptions? Dead air, dead air. Thinking. Garantano. Okay, Caleb. Great, great answer. Man, that was good. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna go Casey Clawson. Okay, Chris. AJ Suggs. No, wait. What was the setup? It's at <laughs> least 800 passing. At least 800 passing. No, okay, we didn't. AJ that. Suggs. Uh, 800 passes. Tyler Bray. Okay, well, congratulations. Kyle, it was in fact Jarrett Garantano. By quite a large margin. The dude only somehow threw 17 interceptions. Yeah, his things were sack fumbles, not uh, (laughs) interceptions. Yeah, like I think I think the next closest like might have been Heath Schuler with twenty nine or no, it might have been Dobbs. I can't remember, but yeah, I was like, oh gosh. Yeah, I remember having the thought one time was like, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. It's the sack fumbles he needs to fix. Well, yeah, I mean Milton doesn't throw interceptions either. 
<laughs> he also doesn't throw complete passes. But that's neither here nor 10 yards down the field, folks. All right, weekly gripe, Kyle. Uh, someone else go first. I'm thinking my Belmont. Caleb, you've been itching. What you All got? right, I've got a couple of possibilities, so I want you guys to let me know whether you want me to gripe about movers or the labor shortage. Both. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be both. All right. I'll start with the labor shortage. So, to me, one of the shining stars of the pandemic was the Chick-fil-A drive-through. Very efficient. You got folks out with their little iPads taking your order way out in front. Line is constantly moving. Well, in the past week, notice longer lines at the Chick-fil-A drive-through. They don't have enough people staffed. I had to actually order at the speaker this morning because I didn't have enough people out there to take my order at my window. So we got to get this under control. They're paying $14 an hour, folks. So please get out to Chick-fil-A so that I can get my biscuit a little bit quicker. All right. Okay. I thought investing in these movers was going to be Oh, no. And it probably was a good overall decision. But these bozos show up to our apartment a couple of days ago to get us all moved out. They take 15 minutes just to back the truck into the parking spot. Then they're just lollygagging around, chit-chatting up a storm, taking their sweet time while I'm paying them tons of money an hour. Then, okay, we finally get the apartment Load it up. They say, hey, boss, can we uh, take a 15-minute lunch break? I'm saying, I said, I don't care what you do, but I'm not paying you for it. <laughs> so uh, the 15-minute lunch break turns into an hour lunch break, and they try to charge me for 45 minutes of the, of the hour, so I wasn't having that. We get here to the house, or... Our new lovely abode. I got our giant treadmill that needs to go up the stairs. I say, hey guys, if it's not going to fit, no problem. Just take it straight back where it came from and stick it in the garage. All right, next thing I know, I'm out here taking 20 different loads into the house. They're up here tinkering with the the treadmill for like an hour trying to take it apart and get it through the door frame. So I end up paying these guys $150 to sit there and screw around with the treadmill when they should have just put it in the garage. So long story short, wasted a ton of money for these guys to screw around all day, but finally got everything here. And I climbed 159 flights of stairs the other day. So that was a blast. All in all, I'd say the movers is probably the better move. Like, I'd rather spend, you know, $20 um, to not, I mean, $20 for that hour, or I don't know how much you paid them, but yeah, as long as I it don't have to move it all, thing, I it been time. So much, they should have been way better. It should have taken you leave like a review or something? Do what? Did you leave like a review or anything? Yeah, I gave them two stars. Nice. Should have gave him a truck, too, and be complete. <laughs> Chris, what you got? I hate plateaus. We're stuck 
at a certain weight right now, and I. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah, don't Come like that. General, featureless, boring, elevated. We don't like these things. I want ascent. I need to break through this thing, and I'm... what I'm afraid it's going to start taking is physical activity. Oh gosh. I know. We have a listener question. Yes, we do have a listener question. Do you want to do the listener question? Or idiot? Do Kyle, are you ready? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I had this gripe last week, but it's definitely my gripe this week was the subways here in New York City are undermanned. It's a labor shortage. They came out and said like 30% of the trains aren't yeah. running because they're not staffed. So yeah, instead of a train... Crazy. That's that's funny. Um, the train's running. No, but like instead of the train coming at my subway stop every three to five minutes, it's like ten to fifteen minutes now. So like if the like you walk up the stairs, the train is pulling out, and you just missed it by like thirty seconds, and then you look at the sign, and it's like next train is thirteen minutes away. It's right. the worst, especially when you you have like an hour commute to work anyway. Your hour commute is now like an hour and 45 minutes because you have to transfer three times. We just need to hire people. If you, if they had enough people working the subways, I could be there in and out. It's just the trains are just sitting in some like train yard and not being used. Well, go uh, drive a subway. What, what is it called? A, a train? Yeah, a train. Go drive a train. Okay. okay or don't. It's up to you, man. You got free will or something. It's my gripe. Uh, that's Kinda for a future podcast down the road. What is my gripe? Why do I not have a gripe? I always have a gripe. Modern offense. Yeah, I already had a gripe like that. Um, hey, since, since your first gripe, I've mm -hmm. noticed that I've not seen that many more athletes commercials. It I know, like, I didn't see any. I, I think I think that like Twitter and social media like really like like at this. Well, like, it was also on ESPN, so the advertising fees are going to be a lot more as opposed to the whatever we were on SEC. Yeah, but I, th I think Applebee's was like, we don't want this to turn into a negative. You know, maybe I don't know, but. I mean, it's. I've not. I've not seen it since since that first weekend. Yeah, well, I, I was see surprised it. that more of the country did not get the Stockholm form of Stockholm syndrome that I got from it. I got to where I kind of liked it. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's minority. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Why do I not have a gripe? What have I complained about this week? Anything? Could it be, Matt, that things are kind of good right now? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Never is. Well, last night, got off of work. Um, I was doing a truck delivery for Tony and Trucking. And at about 3 in the morning, the American Truck Simulator servers go down for maintenance. And I can't finish my delivery. I'm like 100 miles away. And that was just frustrating, you know. I, I mean, I, I was not a fan of that. But yeah, that's my gripe for this week. Oh, man. I'm very sorry about your birthday. That's else. actually a good gripe. That's a good gripe. Yeah, server maintenance at three a.m. I mean, God, 
gosh, why would they pick that time? Um, all right, so what's, what's the viewer question we got? Who's got a pool? All right, we have a listener question. Okay. Question is, if the Vols can only be championship caliber in one phase of your life, would you rather it be when you were growing up, uh, I guess at our current stage of life, or when we're old? Probably current stage. Because if I'm old, like, I'm going to sleep through half a game. You know, just tell stories about when we sucked when I was current age. Yeah, I, I think current for me because to fully experience it and celebrate it the way it should be celebrated, you can't do that as a kid. And in yeah. some ways, you can't do that as an older person. So I think to fully celebrate it the way it should be celebrated current, like our age now. Feels like a bit of recency bias. Okay, well, I think you guys might be right. Because I I think the worst... Well, I don't know. So clearly we have all experienced the growing up portion. And if you're never good again, then that's like 60 years of misery. So I'm not sure. But you may have never been a, a like a true fan if you weren't. That's the answer. I That's mean, what I'm thinking. We're the future. Oh, we used to walk 20 miles to school in the snow barefoot. Like right now as fall fans, like when we grew up and we were good. Remember when the stadium was complete? Like, Remember Caleb, 100? Have you thought about the first day that your son asked you, were the falls ever good? Have you ever thought about that? That's depressing. You know what's coming. What if he just doesn't care? What if you like we I kind of I mean I wouldn't I would not blame him and it would not be terribly surprising. Yeah. He's always got reality TV to fall back on. What if he goes a step farther? Another team. Another team. I like to think that I am a better father than Clay Travis, so I will not let my son grow up to be an Alabama fan. What about a Clemson fan? Ooh. Same. That's yeah. It's like if you care about college football, it's going to be about Tennessee. Yeah, yes. I don't. I don't think there's any chance he's a fan of another team. No. Yeah, I, apathetic all fan before anything. And the wife would have something to say too, probably. Well, statistically, yes. you know, children pick 30% their parents' favorite teams. So that's probably what she would say. <laughs> Chelsea sounds like. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, was the you, question anonymous? Or who like? Yes, the question was anonymous. Where did it come from? Good question. Came from, uh, came from our actors. super super came from our inside source around the program. Our uh, ex. Hi, it's our ex. We have two sources? Uh oh. Yeah, have you gotten any data from your guy? I've not heard back uh since the last one, so not a whole mm -hmm. lot this week. I mean we'll wait till next week, reach out and see. But yeah. I mean I don't really care if no one plays either way. Just want to see the balls notch another victory this week. Well, good show, boys. 
Well, take to end it off, Kyle, you projected seven and five. How you feel about that so far? I'm <clears throat> um, probably right on it. Like my uh, feelings about it. I mean, like I don't know if we're going to be right on seven and five, but that's how I'm feeling still. Okay, Caleb, six and six, still feeling that. Uh, is that what I said? Yes. Yeah, that's probably that's good enough. I'm probably leaning a little bit more towards five and seven, but um, you've got us losing to Pitt, Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, Georgia, Bama. Or you said skip Bama, so. But yeah, six and six, right about there. Chris, you also said six and six. You still there? I think there's a pathway to get there. Even though, like, Kentucky and Missouri both pretty well impressed me and Kyle were talking about it. They they looked far better than they normally do this time of year. So I think both of those games are a little harder. I think South Carolina is probably about the same. Uh, but, yeah, like, the true swing games are – I, I mean – if we improve, if I can, if we maintain the optimism that they were, maintain the trajectory that, of improvement that they have had since Pitt or since Bowling Green, we'll be in a position to win six. But yeah, if I, if if you gun to my head, I would pr- probably say something more like five. Okay. Uh, I had. A I was sec- gonna say. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say gun to my head just real quick. Kentucky's a whole lot better now than I thought they were going to be. Like, I think getting rid of Holy Grand was the best thing they could have done. I, that that game is like, oh god, I don't, I don't even know. Like, we might have a better chance against Florida than Kentucky. I don't know. I think the way I look oh. at Kentucky, they're kind of like they're our floor. Like, their ceiling is our floor. That's the way I feel about Kentucky. Like, they're not. Yeah, you'll have a decent team, like, but you're not gonna, you know, beat the world. That's my thoughts on Kentucky. But I had us at ten and two. Um, <laughs> I see a way to it. We've only got one loss. Charge <laughs> oh, path. We can't. We can't back away now. By God, we're going ten and two. All right. Anything else, fellers? All right, well, Sunday, Saturday, um, noon, Falls versus the Golden Eagles. Looking forward to seeing a game on Caleb's porch. Looking forward to taking a nap. Waking up third quarter, 7.25 to go. You know. All right. Maybe we should do a communique from the porch Saturday, so. I don't hate it. The porch. We'll look what we can do. I can't even keep my damn mic unmuted. So, anything else? Are we done? We done. Shout out to James. Thanks for being our production assistant. Yeah, just show up on time next time. I don't know yeah. why. It, like, I I've never changed my mic setting in OBS, but it just completely reset it for some reason. Let's do a little bit more pre-production checks next time. Well, I mean, it's literally an issue that's never happened any of the other times, so it's oh, frustrating. Sorry, folks. 
read All that. Good, Matt. I might try to go and put closed captioning in. I don't know if I'll have time, but that's <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, folks. Bye. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. And bye bye. Bye bye. Cannot believe I did that, man. <laughs>